and we're live. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. It's been a minute. It really has. That's... And we have a new person. We have new a special guest? person. Yes. New person. Adam, tell Adam. us about you. Adam, senior at the Baptist College, so I'm not alumnus yet. Almost. Almost there, boys. We hired a new missions professor so I can actually take my classes <laughs> nice. yeah, and graduate a year later than I was supposed to. Big oof. But yeah. I graduated at 24. I'll graduate oh well. <laughs> at 25. <laughs> but hey, you're graduating. I will yeah. be graduating and we'll be on the mission field when we go out there. That's so yeah, awesome. I'm... A married boy, like these two gentlemen. Nice. Been married for two years. Just celebrated last month, as did Sam. Yes, the he day celebrated after us. He celebrated his Congrats. a day before mine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are going to be missionaries to the Native Americans. We're going to start in Gallup, New Mexico, and do that for six months to a year for an apprenticeship. That's awesome. Nice. And then hopefully, if all goes well, we can start a cattle ranch and start our ministry on the reservation out in Wyoming after that. Nice. That's a solid goal. Yeah. That's a solid yeah. plan. I'm a Texan through and through. Hook 'em horns. Boo. Bama sucks. Whoa. Oh, no. you sucks. Roll tide. <laughs> I'll agree with that one. <laughs> A&M sucks. Yes. Let's just trash LSU. <laughs> but you know what? Just Jimbo LSU? Fisher. This is now officially a Jimbo Fisher hate podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, were you about to say something, Isaac? I was just about to say. I was like, I was trying to think of a segue, but, you know, we could go straight, diving straight into it. Yeah. I, so I have been told about some steamy giraffes. Um, steamy giraffes. They it's a band, not by that name, but close enough. It is a steampunk band that I got into via my wife, and uh, wanted to share a song with Mr. Bodo here, and then uh, talk about it, and then talk about some revelations I had after listening to them for. A couple days. I listened to all of their album, all of their albums in one day, because I had nothing to do at work, and they've been doing music since 2008. So do the math. Wow. <laughs> Context. <laughs> this is a blind reaction for Sam. Yes, I do not know yes. it. Also, Adam, by the Adam way, sent me the whole album, and I listened to it at work. <laughs> I'm glad I was alone. Um, yeah. And he gave me his. I got Isaac's raw reaction to it via text message. <laughs> now I'm going to get Sam's via in person. Uh, and by the way, I'd just like to say uh, I appreciate the Mr. Bodo because other than my mom, I think like two or three of my students listen to this. And so they know me as Mr. Bodo's. Well. <laughs> if you're listening to this, we're almost, almost back. Almost back. Yeah, just like, gosh, just like two or three weeks. So this band, we started as two twin brothers and a friend of theirs, and they started it. And now it's turned into this big theatrical production. They play these characters that are robots that make music. And so they dress, they paint their faces, and they do like animatronic movements while they sing. Like It's, mm. an inter it's a kid's, yeah. it's a family show that they do with their music. So there's not, from what I've seen and what I've listened to in their older stuff, that's really how it started. Their newest album is a little more love songy and stuff like that, but there's still not really anything inappropriate about mm -hmm. their music, which I enjoyed that. So, so take so, like the Wiggles and add drugs. Like it's it's essentially what? <laughs> yes. Let's let them listen yes. to a little bit of this is their most famous song. It's called Honeybee. <laughs> I'm gonna play a little bit of that one, and I might skip forward and just let you listen to it. But oh yeah, if you look right here, you can see them. This is like their ballad song and their steampunk album. 
I'm gonna fast forward now. So that's one of their songs, and then mm. I'm gonna play this one. They got like a gospel quartet kind yes. of going yeah. in their stuff. It's yeah. like a lot of like hmm. southern gospel-y blues grass, but the reason why I mentioned the drugs was off of the first three songs. Oh yeah, I listened oh, to. without a doubt. The Two Cent Show is probably their best album. Yes. I have li- I, again, I listened to them all, <laughs> and I've listened to Two Cent Show three times through, and uh, and until I made a revelation. So I was doing some research. Hannah and I were starting to listen to them a little more, and this is brings us to the first topic. So one of the Bennett twins um is now a girl ah he's a transgender and so with the revelation i have felt really convicted for or conflicted really of whether or not i should continue to enjoy their music and because when you listen to their songs on spotify itunes they get money from the from that and so do i support them still and listening to their music even though I really enjoy it and he wasn't a transgender back then at least in this album but like so yeah that's where I'm at can can Christians listen and enjoy music like old Kanye or Kendrick Lamar who have all these things but right. they're they're yeah. good songs but is it out of a moral obligation for us to not listen to them or can we personally, if it's not a stumbling block to me, can I still listen to J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar and OG Kanye and Steam Power Giraffes? So it, it opens the door to like, you know, the whole entire just universe of just, you know, how do you be in the world but not of it, right? It's Where's the line? Yeah, like the wisdom and discernment needed. Like I immediately pictured like Monsters, Inc. with like all the doors of just like you open one but you realize there's like thousands more of like just this should we be in the world and not of oven but like how do we do that and so I feel like you can make the same argument for like Marvel and Disney you know like all the agendas that they're pushing should we watch it you know how do you where's yeah. the line yeah and Target I, or Starbucks yeah. or so I, I what came to my mind was in I believe it was First Corinthians when Paul is talking about uh, food that's been offered to idols, and what he tells them is... That is First Corinthians. Yeah. Well, what he says is, it, it's not wrong to eat that, but if you know that there's someone there who that's going to be a stumbling block for them, don't. Um, you know, in the, in the case of the idols, he says they, they have no power. Um, what, what I would say is, you know, if there's someone who... You know, listening to something by someone who's transgender is going to cause them to stumble. Don't like if they're in the, you know the car with you. Don't, but I I don't think that it's necessarily wrong to enjoy the music of you know someone who's transgender. I I, I think that goes for any sin. You know, I I forget what song it was. Stay with me by Sam Smith. He is a very flamboyant gay man, but that's a really good song. And He's got satanic. a beautiful voice. <laughs> in, in his later stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his latest song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, and I mean, there's there's a whole lot of stuff. If you look, look at, you know, just about any sort of musician, anything, there's going to be somebody on the project who is homosexual, transgender, or who adamantly supports that stuff. Um, like any Hulu show, any Netflix show, it's always going to be like, it's an 80% of it. Yeah. You can take this topic to the Southern Baptist Convention, too. With, what was it? Is it Guide Stone, Guide Post? 
Which is the one that did the sexual abuse task force? I think it was Guidepost. Is it Guidepost? I could be and wrong. They, I think it was Guidepost. They came out and did a support for you know Pride Month in June of last year. So this is right after this, the Southern the, Baptist Convention meeting where the report was given. The task force. Was this is the task can't talk (laughs) there's all this stuff over in Anaheim and all that jazz and then like right after that Guidepost did their whole Pride Month thing because that's their stuff and then half the SBC following that was like we should throw this thing out the window we shouldn't do them because they're all this stuff and it's Hmm. what I'm realizing like with our church for example like you have a lot of people that are anti the world to where they're just secluded and isolated from it to where they don't know how to reach younger families they don't know how to like share the gospel in terms of like say my generation like because we're probably the oldest of generation z you know just but but just they don't they're so out of touch so you have one spectrum but then you have the other spectrum where you're people pleasing and you're you know being too much like the world that they don't even know you're a believer yeah. So it's like there's that healthy balance that is needed. Well, and I think that I think we should be better about separating the product from the producer. Ooh, that um, part. Because frankly, we tend to be really good at this when it comes to the blessings that we have of separating the blessing from the one who blesses us. Um, mm. And I say that is in like I I struggle with this, and I'm sure that a lot of people do of not not giving proper thanks to God for the blessings that we have in life. Um, but on that same, in that same vein, I think that there is a point where we can, we can separate people from the thing, you know? So it, in, in politics, I, I don't support most politicians. I don't like politicians. I think they're very corrupt and just in general, not good people, but I can separate their policy from the politician. I can, vote for someone with a clean conscience and say, you know, I, I may not support that person as like in general, what they do in their private life, but I support what they want to do for this country. I support the, the things that they would stand for. I support that. And similarly, there are a lot of going to the, back to the music. There's a lot of musicians. I like where I, I like their music. I like what the, like the message in their music, uh, the ghost inside is one. they, they are very, very positive, very uplifting. Um, the ghost inside. The ghost inside. Their music is very uplifting. They one of your metal bands. They are, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they they're not believers, and so they do stand for things that I, I disagree with. They, um, you know, they have certain views that I, I don't agree with. I don't support, but. Their music is good. Their music is positive. It's uplifting. And so I can separate the the music from the musician in that sense. So I think if as long as we can do that in a healthy way, I, I don't think there's a problem with listening to stuff by, you know, like you said, a transgender person or even beyond that, any any sort of sinner. <laughs> You know, like Taylor Swift, and I think we it's can like, get down hey, to some no Taylor Swift disrespect, right? <laughs> no disrespect for the queen. And I think it's the intention of the heart. Like you can't control like what people produce, but you can you can control your intentions on what are you going to do with their product. You know, so like say like, and this is kind of off topic, but say like lust for example, right? So what is the problem? of you know lust is it the jewel in the window or is it the robber that wants the jewel in the window like what is the cause of robbery you know is it just the jewel that's just sitting there or is it the robber that wants the jewel right and so i think it's like the heart issue there of being like hey what do i want this product for do i want to glorify what they're standing for or do i want to admire the beauty that this is but in its proper context i guess and like appreciate the art because there's you know there's a lot of music like Kendrick or you know J. Cole or Kanye like they I enjoy the sounds I don't enjoy the content I feel like there's a lot of gifts that I wish they could turn it towards the kingdom 
but wow. like Ye did. Like Ye did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he could have done a lot more, and I feel like he has way more potential than what he's given himself credit for, and I think he's lost, and the church needs to support him better. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is he... Is he still professing faith? Um, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> did you, did the you last I the, checked. <laughs> so he had an interview and essentially said Hitler was misunderstood. Yeah. Huh? And had a mask. Didn't for, see that. Uh, yeah, said, that's the last I remember of him. <laughs> but that was from like some six, seven months ago, I think. But then he dated this girl. I just saw like a picture of them together. She looked like like Kim Kardashian's body. And, uh, what's that guy? Pete Davidson's, like, head? <laughs> no! Uh, no! So, I, I don't know. <laughs> Pauline Davidson. I have to look this up now, just to see what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, just be in that sense of, like, you want to be able to, like, pray for the people that, say, like, for example, this band, you know, the guy's transgender it's you know he's a transgender woman that's what he's identifying as but you know you are appreciating the craft and the artistry like most likely you're never going to ever see this person and they're not going to ever know you in life but you can enjoy i say the craft but if it causes you to stumble then you shouldn't at all yeah so because you wouldn't want you wouldn't want a youth group you know, saying, oh, yeah, I could do the same thing with Migos. I could do the same thing with, like, whatever rap artist. Not so. Migos. Anyone. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Migos. So, like, <laughs> you could have someone that's like, oh, you know, well, I enjoy, yeah, like, Future's sound. I enjoy Drake's sound. But, but Gene, what does the picture look like? What the heck? I found the picture. (laughs) So take like Ellen DeGeneres, her hair. Yeah, Ellen's hair. (laughs) That's literally literally Pete Davidson's face cropped off of this picture. That's not real. No, that is real. (laughs) It's just a side by side of Pete Davidson and her. Oh my gosh. There's a side-by-side of Pete Davidson and Kanye's girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. Well, if he's happy and he's sharing the gospel, well, first he should be sharing the gospel. Yeah, happiness does... But she puts... Who cares about happiness? (laughs) That, uh, yeah. Who knows what's going on in Kanye's life? Kanye does. I don't think he does. There's a lot of... I don't think he knows what's going on. He's got that private school going. Is it in Wyoming? What? Yeah. He opened up a private school. What? Isn't yep. it called Donda? Donda Academy. It's a real thing. Is it just like he's just funding it or like... So is... it's a private institution, K through 12, that he just... He spent all this money in opening the campus. And there were some like 100 students, K through 12... And they opened their chapel service with, the, like, Good Morning by Kanye, like, in that melody. Mm. It's got four reviews, <clears throat> and it's two stars. <laughs> it has one five-star review and three one-star reviews. Mm. Mm. But they opened their chapel service with this song of these kids chanting, Good morning, Donda. Good morning, Donda. Good morning, Donda. And everyone in the comments of the video is like, why are they singing good morning to Kanye's dead mom? And I'm like, don't be dis... This man died as soon as his mom died. I <laughs> and just, he went on the crazy train. He needs Jesus. I mean, like, I... I on the one hand, I do feel bad for him because I... I think that there is something like mentally wrong there. Like I, I think there's some sort of. No, he's bipolar. He's he's clinically like bipolar aggression. I think. I just I don't know. Every time I hear something about him, it's either like the greatest thing in the world or the worst thing in the world. It's either like 
you know, he's a Christian and put out an album that's like top album of the year and professing that Jesus is king, or he just said that Hitler was good. Like it. Yeah. There's no in between with him. He said he made like his net worth was like some seven billion dollars, and he said in a song, "I could give a dollar to every person on earth." Like it was, it was a little close, not really. But he, mm-hmm. but his whole point was like, I can give all this money. Like imagine all that money he could give towards like. Say, like, the church, missions, he could give towards, like, human trafficking. Mm. It's in California. The school? Yes. Okay. Simi Valley, California. Hmm. And there's actually only one actual review, and all it says is, who thought it was a good idea for non-accredited people to teach kids? Wow. Hmm. That was it. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Kanye wants to do what Kanye wants to do. You never know what's next with him. It's right next. It's literally right next to the Ronald Reagan pre- Presidential Library. Hmm. Huh. Y'all ever been to a presidential library? I have. No. I've Those been cool. to the Lyndon B. Johnson hmm. one, and I think I've been to the JFK one. I went to the, nice. the Bush one. That was pretty cool. Where's the Bush one at? In Dallas. Huh. The JFK is somewhere in Texas. I don't know. Mm. Not JFK, the Lyndon B. Johnson one. Ah. But, yeah. So, okay. I'm trying to think. We had talked about uh, what we're going to... What we're going to talk about. You went um, to the big conspiracy? Or do we want to do eschatology first? We should do eschatology first. Yeah. Um, so, post-millennialism? Oh, <laughs> That's what we're calling it from now on. Post-millennial area. <laughs> no. Yes, um, era. The we, post-millennial reign. <laughs> so we started talking about um, the Antichrist, uh, and that's kind of what led us to... Um, Eschatology. Eschat- yeah. <laughs> um, so, Adam, you had interesting thoughts on this. <laughs> so... I don't remember where in Revelation, but I do remember it talking about the Antichrist being like Jesus and performing miracles and being helpful and doing all these good and amazing things that everyone's going to rally to them. And so I was thinking about... The land of milk and honey. Bro. (laughs) Be. Honey. What? Honey. Like... His sponsor, the advertising, <laughs> the land of milk and honey. I haven't. We haven't even said who it is yet. <laughs> I just processed. I just my brain's connecting. For those who are confused, so I got way too ahead of myself. You did. You jumped from one end of the spectrum to the other. <laughs> without okay, so I'm thinking, and it's Mr. Beast. You know, Mr. Beast in my brain is looking like Prime. He's the Beast. Prime. Mark of the Beast. Exactly. Cause he's got his candy. He's got what a sports drink now. Everyone's got the Beast logo on him. The mark he's one of, them, of the Beast. He's one of the most famous and he grew up people. Mormon. Gross. <laughs> Sounds like the Antichrist right there. And he's sponsored <laughs> by Honey, the land of milk and honey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So hmm. why would you think that it would be Mr. Beast? Because he's so famous and people, everyone likes him. And, you know, he's not a Christian. He supports things that aren't right. And hmm. so people, most hardcore Mr. Beast fans, which is a lot of them, there's yeah. a lot of them. They're all like nine years old. <laughs> yeah. but There's some older ones. Yeah. But like he's raising up these generate, like because they're, He's been around for a long time now, and so he had the, the, we're all the, you guys said we're the older Gen Z's. Yeah. I subscribe to the 90s babies being the end of the millennials. Do you think we're like infant millennials? Yeah. Well, okay, when, but what year were you born? 99. Okay. So most of what I've found is like 95 to 99 is like in between um, can go either way. The big defining factor is if you remember 9-11. I was 
two. Two. <laughs> yeah, I was three. <laughs> I was two. So I was just going goo goo ga ga. Hopefully, yeah. I wasn't actually doing that at two. My brother was. He was nine. He was just dumb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. Okay. So. Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Back Beast. to Mr. Beast. He you could know. be the Antichrist. You never could know. Could be. Probably not, but just an interesting theory. Because, like, when you think about it, I don't know, just kind of... There's odd similarities. He could be capital A Antichrist, and all of his followers are little A Antichrist. Huh? I just... <laughs> just imagine with me for a moment. A YouTuber posting like a video and opening up like what's up guys today we're gonna be doing the battle of armageddon (laughs) (laughs) stick around for today's sponsor (laughs) like and subscribe notification bell i mean they literally did the squid games they i don't don't think anyone died though (laughs) they trapped a man in a house for like a month haven't we all in a circle (laughs) every southern baptist what? <laughs> Trapping an assembly of God guy in the corner. <laughs> Poor guy. What? Poor guy. I don't know. I immediately thought like a fire and brimstone, Southern Baptist mm-hmm. preacher. I feel like Sam and I are on one lip- wavelength and then Isaac's all the way. It's the code. I don't think we're on, any of us are on the same wavelength. <laughs> so this is the first bit of sugar Isaac's had in two weeks. A long time. Got him. Uh, he shaved his beard, and he's all weird now. <laughs> Bringing out the Sid the Sloth, you know. No, I... What was I about to... My mind just left me mid-sentence. Because of what the heck yep. came out of Isaac's yeah. mouth yep. right there. Yep. Oh, man. I tell you what, I... I did a hike... I have not been the same since. Mm. I feel like a changed man. Like, you know how in The Lord of the Rings they were on, like, a year-long journey? Um, mine was, like, a day, and I, I'm, I'm not going to journey for, the like, the rest of my life. That was enough journeying for me. You didn't um, even journey the whole day, did you? No. <laughs> we started the hike at, like, 8.30 in the morning, and we got back to the car at, like, 4.00. Maybe that's, three. A, that's a long day of hiking. Um, it, well, I say hike. It, so it's called Tallulah Gorge. It's in uh, Georgia. And Gross. Yeah. So you have to, you start off, you go to this, uh, the visitor center, and they give you like this little spiel about like drink water and uh, don't die. Um, so you do that. As parks do. Yes. Yeah. And, then, signs. and then they just send you on your merry way. And it starts with a hike down, or not really a hike at this point, but climbing down 700 steps into the, like, into this valley, this gorge. And so that's, I mean, that sucks. Like, 700 (laughs) steep steps. And we get down there, and then you have to have a permit for this part, but we, you know, we got there early, so we had our permits. They only do 100 a day. Once you get to the bottom of the steps, you can go onto the gorge floor and actually like you gotta you gotta cross the river and then go like a mile downstream. But you're like you have to have a permit to cross a river. Yeah, it, you don't have to like pay or anything. You just the first hundred get the permits to actually go on the gorge floor. Oh, um, I thought you had to pay for like a like a fishing license type of permit and you, just to cross a no. river. No, it well then once you cross the river you go like a mile There's down. Just, a troll just, just <laughs> give me your cash. You gotta answer his riddles. And, <laughs> okay, uh, Monty Python. So what is your quest? So you gotta like jump over these boulders for like a mile, and like then you get Mario to, style. Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you get done with the boulders, and then you have to like scoot on your butt across this rock face that's super slanted, and if you fall, you go like down into this rocky area um did you fall down no but you just had the little cloud so that picks you up back in the Mario Kart. <laughs> then after that you got some more boulders and then you get to the place where you're actually going which is the sliding rock it's this nice like natural uh water slide which that's great but by this point you're already like half dead um 
course, of course. And you <laughs> you slide a little bit, you sit there, and then you got to hike back up. And it's not you don't go the same way that you came. You can, but that like this part where you got to slide on your butt, you have to like go across and down. So you would have to then go up yeah. and back, and so like it, you can't really do that. You keep can't in mind, you're athletic. Uh, maybe, <laughs> but keep in mind the entire time, my brother. Every time we get over with something, he's like, "Oh, that was the worst part. Don't worry about it. like the rest is super easy. That was the worst part." We got oh, done with the steps. We got done with the steps, and he was like, "That was the worst part." And then we crossed the river, and he's like, "That was the worst part." And then we hiked for like a quarter mile, and he was like, "That was the worst part." And like every single time we do something, that was the worst part. Um, but no. So the way back, was he with- ever right? After this part, he was. <laughs> so the way back, you climb 800 feet in elevation in the span of like a quarter mile. So you're going like steep uphill just trying to climb. And you've been out. Eyes the, burning. It's been like three hours at this point. It sucked. It was ridiculous getting up. Um then we finally did it. And three hours since you left or three hours since you crossed the river and stuff? Three hours since we started the hike. And you're already on your way back? Well, we went down, we had lunch, and then like swam a little bit, did the sliding rock, and then we're going back up. All in three hours? Yeah. So they haven't left yet? Yes, but how? if it took three hours to get down there and you left at eight, what the heck took you till four Maybe it wasn't four. I, was like, I don't remember. But anyways, <laughs> it was a few hours. The hike back but, up, the drive. <laughs> um, we get up. I'm, like, basically dead at this point. I had to stop and, like, I don't know if y'all want to know this or if this should be in the podcast. I had to take a dump on the side of the mountain as we were hiking <laughs> up. Uh, and anyways. Well, I that, that out. <laughs> That changed nothing, my life. Nothing, I have not been the same nothing, since then. <laughs> nothing gets edited. Heard. Yeah. So that's my story. Um, that reminds me. Yeah. There's this place in Texas in a town called Fredericksburg. Let me finish my chocolate real quick. Mm-hmm. This isn't an ASMR podcast, I promise. <laughs> we could make it one. Please no. And uh, it's called Enchanted Rock. And it's this giant, you guessed it, rock. Is that where Taylor Swift and Adam Young met? Yes. Oh. No. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's huge. And you can go on like a six-mile hike around the whole rock. Hmm. And so, and there's several places where you can flip free climb and you can free climb and it goes like this to free climb up it for those of you who are listening the this move is where it gets inverted and you have to pretty much climb upside down to go up the rock Mm. you can either go up that way or you can go the quote unquote easiest way which is going straight up the rock because there is no No. easy way up it's so steep that you walk three steps And you're winded. Mm. There's a part of the rock where you're like high enough up that you're like, there's no turning back. Like you're closer to the top than you are at the bottom, but it's so steep. Everybody, literally everybody is taking like 10 steps and then they stop walking because it's like, it's so steep. Mm. I was walking up at one time. I was taking my, the youth group I was in, I was a leader and we were all going up and I was doing this big like, mini-series, and one day we'd, I'd, we'd hike around the whole thing, and then we'd stop every couple miles, and I would do a quick little sermon. Hmm. And then we'd hike up to the top, and I'd have the final sermon. And I think it was on all the Beatitudes, and so I went through each Beatitude, and then did the, the rest of it at the very top, where you had this beautiful view, it was super breezy in the Texas 105 degrees outside, it felt amazing. Well, I'm walking up there in my spaghetti noodle form that I am, and I had my buddy behind me, and I slipped. And if you slip on this, you are You're going, taking everybody yep. out. Not only are you taking everyone out, but you're all not stopping. It's that steep. 
You're going all avalanche of people. No. Thankfully, the quick moves of my friend who is very muscular. He's Spradlin size, mm. but Mexican. His name's Carlos. Carlos, if you ever listen to this, I love you, buddy. And he was right behind me. I slipped, and I was going like this, which is me standing upright, and it was like pancake. And I was going to go face first into, into the rock. Oh, then the rock. And then would slide down and take Carlos out, and eventually the whole group. There was like 20 of us. <laughs> hmm. And then Carlos, quick thinking, grabs my backpack, and so I slip and fall. <laughs> But my arms get caught in the backpack. <laughs> He's just like, no, no. And then he just drags me for a little bit, picks me back up, and sets me on my feet. Hmm. Nice. Good times, but uh, yeah, yeah. Just the that steepness and reminded me mm-hmm. of that. It was horrible, and I would do that once a month. <laughs> Did you also drop a deuce on the way up? No, uh-huh. it's too crowded, and there's no trees on Enchanted Rock. There are uh-huh. around. So if you're walking up the hill and you gotta take Don't it down, come into this no. cave. It's the poop cave. <laughs> okay. You just gotta do it off a cliff up there. <laughs> <laughs> Look out below. Okay, this has gotten a little, a little off the rails. Uh, <laughs> I, I blame you for that, but sorry. Um, yeah, so we had another thing we wanted to talk about. That does not involve cliffs. And pooping. Depends on which way you take it. Oh. Uh, oh uh. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Um, sound of Freedom. Yes. So, at this point, if you're listening, you likely have heard of the movie, at least. Uh, maybe you've seen it. Um, it's, it is a movie about... Um, I don't know the dude's name, but... Tim Ballard. Tim Ballard. Um... He was a Department of Homeland Security officer uh, working in getting, getting like, pedophiles, uh, tracking them down, and... Uh, a real just, one. Yeah. A homie. And he ended up, um, like, going undercover on his own, like, his own thing, and uh, helping actually set free kids that were in child sex trafficking. Um powerful story it is a hard hard movie to watch like if you go see it it is it's tough like you don't um, have a strong stomach for it or they, like, is it gonna make you like sick to your stomach or like just yes. like wanting to like cry? you can't believe so, how okay. evil this so is so there's nothing there's nothing like graphic in it um but they do an effective job of like showing you what it's actually like or like in hinting the at the things that actually like happen yeah. um there is a scene What's it where PG thirteen, oh. and I will say it. So it's not a Christian movie. Um, there is like swearing in it. Uh, it's put yeah, out by PG-13? Angel Studios, but yeah, there, you can cuss in PG thirteen movies. Oh yeah. Did you? Do you not know that? No. That's what makes the ratings what? like. I don't watch movies. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Um, I think it's like if you say the F word three times, then it gets bumped up to R. But as long as you're not doing that, you can say kind of whatever you want in PG-13. Anyways, um, so there is a like a bit of language in it. Um, but anyways, there is like there's this one scene, and I'm not I won't give any spoilers, but um, where they are spoilers. <laughs> there's this one scene where they're like photographing the kids. It opens up with this lady telling some girl like you know. Oh, you could be a singer for us. Like I have this talent agency. She's the, she's you know, part of the abducting this girl. Yeah. Um, and so they go to this hotel. This is like the opening of the movie again. I'm not not spoiling anything. Um, and it shows this like kind of collage of them like taking photos and stuff. And it's photos that are going to be like posted on the internet for pedophiles to take their pick. And um, there's a couple things like a couple shots of her like putting lipstick on these like 10 year old girls or like like one girl has a shirt like buttoned all the way up to the neck and she like undoes the top button like it it's stuff that like it's not 
it's not like actually sexual. It does not like expose the kids or anything. Like, like but it gets the message across, right? So like the movie um, doesn't exploit the actual child actors yes. and actresses. Yes, the same way they're happening in real life. But yeah. like it, it implies that it, it implies it, there's yes. more, right? Or there's like a scene where. Um, this girl is like sitting on the bed in a hotel and this old man, well not old man, but like adult man walks in and he's like, all right. And then closes the door and like, you see him close the blinds and like, so it, it, it gets the message across. It makes you super uncomfortable. It is hard to watch. Um, anyways, we bring this movie up because, uh, well, Hollywood does not want this movie out there and they've made it very clear. Um, it was shot back in like 2018. Disney owned it for years and then like would not put it out, would not release it. Uh, Why would they greenlight it if they didn't want it? No, Angel Studios did. I know, well, but why would they greenlight it being made if oh, they weren't going to put it out? I don't know. Or was there like a leadership change in that time frame? So maybe the previous. I don't know Could when. Be. I don't remember when this. Because they had one guy and he left, and then Disney went super woke, and then they brought the other that old guy back. Yeah, it could have been in that time because that was. I don't remember when all that time frame happened. Oh yeah. well. Anyways, Disney had it for years. Um, then the guy that like had made the movie on the rights to it he was trying to like get it on all these other streaming services because they wouldn't put it out and nobody wanted it eventually Angel Studios picked it up and has put it out it's been one of the most successful movies of this summer like it's it's had a huge uh, a lot of support from like individual people but then you look at like Rolling Stones put out that it was all just QAnon conspiracy theories um that it was they said that it was uh, a superhero movie f- for dads who have tapeworms um, <laughs> what? yeah yeah that was a review That's essentially f- saying you have to have brain damage for like a dad should have brain damage mm-hmm. if they're like enjoying this movie yeah um, people have been saying that it's like that it's just conspiracy theory stuff um I don't know. There have been so many news organizations that are just trashing this movie. But as I said, it's not a Christian movie. It's not, it doesn't like push any like Republican or conservative agenda. It's just exposing child sex trafficking and talking about. It's, yeah. The agenda is stop child sex trafficking. (laughs) The, the only like sort of, sort of, that I like using that loosely, like Christian message in it is when it says God's children are not not for sale that's the only like Christian ish message on it but the rest it's just stop child sex trafficking you want to talk about the movie theater Um, yeah so that's where it gets even more because obviously again as Adam pointed out like Disney made the movie they at least that's what I believe they like either own the rights to the movie or whatever but Disney had the movie for a while, but now that it's actually come out, all across the country, there are theaters where, like, they'll put it on and the projector will stop working, or the theater will play a different audio over it, or as soon as a showing starts, the fire alarm will go off. Like, there are all these different things that are preventing people from watching it, and if it was one or two things, you know, fine, whatever. But it is a consistent thing where all the time more and more things are coming out about like people trying to watch it and then something happening that's preventing it. Do you think it's more political or spiritual? I'm gonna say both. Yeah. Um, part of me thinks that you know the the executives in a lot of movie studios and higher-ups in Hollywood, higher-ups in D.C. are involved in child sex trafficking. Yeah. Um, and they don't want their names on that. And if if more funding goes towards stopping it and more people are alert to this, more people understand the dangers of it, um, 
they're going to have less of a supply of children. <laughs> so I think that's part of it, but... Because it's a yeah. worse industry than, like, drug or black market. Like, mm-hmm. it's the, like, highest paid, like... Like, it's literally human slavery. Yeah. Worse than, like, any Atlantic slave trade, any Arab slave trade. Like, there are more slaves in the world today than when slavery was illegal, was legal. Like, it's so bad. And we gotta rescue these children, rescue these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can't get over all of these repercussions for slaves from back then when we're not doing anything about slaves in today's world. Like, Mm -hmm. the reservation that Hannah and I want to go to is the most impoverished reservation in the United States. Wow. Mm. And it's so lawless in Wyoming that the Mexican gangs will come to Wyoming and women and children go missing every day. Wow. Off the reservation. Every single day. And nobody does anything about it. Hmm. Because I it's It's just because they're not a part of the United States, so it's not I the US is too the natives as a whole are too stubborn to ask for more help from the US and the US is too scared to screw things up even more than they already have with the last 400 years of you know manifest destiny and all that stuff that happened and Mm -hmm. outmoding the natives to small reservations and then you cram a tribe against its enemy tribe so that the idea would be that they would kill each other off and then you get the land at the end anyways. Uh, obviously didn't happen because we still have all the reservations and those tribes usually just went from enemies to, hey, we don't want to keep marrying our family members. Boop. Because hmm. that's what's happening in Ukraine and Russia too. Because like, you got the war, so... Because there's a war going on, all these children are losing their parents, and so all these traffickers are like, oh, free-range chickens running around, let's scoop them up, and it's, it's so, yeah, there's, so evil. There's a movie that came out in 2016 that kind of highlights what it's like on with women going missing on a reservation. It was called... Uh, it had... Elizabeth Olsen in it, the Scarlet Witch actress, mm-hmm. and then the Hawk, Hawkeye actor. Hmm. They were the two main characters in the movie. But it takes place in the town that Hannah and I are, are planning on moving to. Wind, really? Wind River? Yes. Wind River? It's called Wind River 2016. Mm-hmm. It's a hard movie to watch. Mm. It's probably not as bad as this one because it's but I mean I don't know this whole sex trafficking thing and and it's bigger than all of us like it sounds unrealistic like why would this like yeah. happen and it could like put your faith in the and question my eyes were never open to it until Epstein when Epstein Same. happened and was exposed and was in jail mm-hmm. and then he mysteriously committed suicide quote unquote that's when my eyes were kind of like oh no this is this is bigger than anything I could have ever imagined and they still haven't released who was on his black book yeah and there's like big names of really famous and powerful people that are have pictures taken with him wasn't like one of the royal British royalty had mm-hmm. pictures Prince with him. Andrew, yeah. And mm-hmm. then I wasn't Trump in a picture with Trump. Him? Yeah. Bill Clinton. Um, Bill Chris Clinton. Tucker. That's not surprising at all. It's Bill Clinton. Yeah. What well, got but me was don't like worry. Chris Tucker, He's, he like, did not have sexual relations with that woman. You got Kevin Spacey. You got all these random people. But you know, if mm-hmm. they release the book, I feel like there'd be a a coup (laughs) when you think about it with this whole trafficking thing 
it's so rampant and big right now because like you watch things like Dayline NBC's To Catch a Predator Mm -hmm. and it's baffling to me just how much content Chris Hansen could get in those two shows Mm -hmm. in Hansen versus Predator and then To Catch a Predator both of those shows they caught so many people across the US doing sting operations because of these dudes and there's I'm sure there's women too but the show usually it, all of them were men I mm-hmm. think that they were think the show. there's at least 25 million people circulating in human trafficking Gosh. right now in forced labor oh my which gosh. is responsible and estimated 150 billion dollars in illicit profits hmm. 150 billion dollars for 25 million people Man. children and adults like you can't even like I can't even fathom that yeah that's just horrible and then you I got, mean that's an entire country that's insane like gosh like and, you got the um one girl in Alabama like near Birmingham did you read about that so like, I there was a little, I've seen headlines but there was a girl who like pulled over on the side of the road and they had like she was like, oh, it's some, like, two-year-old, three-year-old, like, you know, are you lost, sweetie? And she went missing. Like, they call, she called, like, hey, you know, I have this child, and then, like, I get, I don't know if it hung up or what, but she went missing. Hmm. And they came back, and they, like, took her to the hospital, and they're about to release, like, what hmm. she's about to speak, like, what happened. And they think that's a way that they use, they're starting to use children as bait to pick up people now. Mm-hmm. Well, well. I mean, it. I I don't. The, just the levels of depravity to want. It's to, so bad with a child. Um, I don't. Know, I mean, there were two teachers at my high school that I that are now in prison for that. There was it one just, in my high school growing up that happened right before I transferred to that school. I was going for my junior senior year and like one of the PE coaches was doing it with one of his students. My gosh. And so what you need is the church more than ever to step up and say, hey, let's be there for the widows. Let's be there for mm-hmm. the orphans. And yeah. And it doesn't help with the with Hollywood making all these movies of, right. and TV shows about teachers yeah, doing just, things with their high school students. Yeah. Like, wasn't there a movie mm-hmm. called Hot for a Teacher? That was covering that very subject, and there it's was a Hulu like, show that was about it for sure. It's just encouraging yeah. that behavior, and like, and we wonder why it's so bad. Well, like, there's there's this movie. I I I don't know why anyone thought this was a good idea. It's called Never Been Kissed, and it's about this reporter who's like in her twenties, I think, and she's doing some. I don't know, some case where she's got to go undercover at the local high school as, like, a student. And so she's, like, she's an adult, but she's posing as a student. Like, in, in the movie, she's an adult posing as a student. So it's just and, 21 Jump Street with a woman. But, like... <laughs> not a cop. But, like, the the English teacher starts catching feelings for her, and then this big, like, the big finale is, you know, he finds out that she's not actually a student, and then she goes to the baseball game and is like the thing is she's never been kissed and so she's like like if you love me too come and like kiss me here but like that's gross why would you go to a high school to not to get your first kiss as a 20 something year old that wasn't like that wasn't the thing she was that was separate she had never been kissed but she was a reporter doing something where she was like I think she was studying like bullying or something but anyways, then like throughout this whole movie, the teacher thinks that she's a student, but there's like this whole like tension between them and they start like having feelings for each other. But like gross. You think she's a teenage girl. Gross. And that <laughs> gross. <laughs> Like I just so I don't she, I don't she, get like I've got it's a win in the end I guess for him but like like okay so I what if there she were, wasn't a reporter that was twenty 
There are Hi, like Chris Hansen, why'd you come here today? <laughs> <laughs> Take like, a seat. <laughs> there are students that I've had like when I was a youth pastor that are now like they're adults, they're in college. Uh, one of them actually I know one of them actually just got engaged. It's good for her. Um anyways. I knew them when I was the youth pastor and they were students. And like in my head, there is a like that's a child. There is this boundary between us of like what the relationship like, is there, like youth pastor and student age, relationship. That's like still a child. <laughs> that's just I don't get how you can not like how you can work in how you can work with minors and not have that barrier. Yeah, like the some of the most viewed Chris Hansen episodes are the ones that have teachers and stuff that come to the houses for like 12 year old boys uh. or a 13 year old girl and it's like oh I'm a middle school math teacher or something like that and you're like you're a, or there's even a pastor once that came hmm. and you're like those are the see those are the ones like the Southern Baptist report like the task force they released the Methodist church just released one they got the Catholic church that released one in America like it's it's yeah, they big. can't do one in Italy, otherwise. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> unless you find children there, <laughs> yeah, probably. Vatican archives. <laughs> There's a uh, whole sweatshop yeah. factory <laughs> just for the Pope. Just for the Pope. For all the boys to, yeah. to touch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's leave on a happy note. Um, what are you looking forward to this week? All I have to do this week is work. Nice. Mm. Oh, I don't know when Hannah will listen to this, but I am going to let you do know. I bought a new radio that's an Apple CarPlay for my truck. Oh, nice. To put in there. I have all the equipment and stuff, and I did it without asking my wife if I could. (laughs) So... My boy Nick Hughes and I, when I'm finished helping move some stuff over there. Shout out Nick Hughes. Yeah, shout out. (laughs) His wife is going to distract mine and we're going to try and install it tonight. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got going on? I see a cockroach in my house, so that's great. Um, I need to replace the traps. Anyways, um... Something that's actually exciting. I well, this isn't really exciting. I'm trying to, on the same vein of that radio, I'm trying to convince Kelsey to let me get a subwoofer for a car. I found. <laughs> Speaking of, where's the bug? It's at her parents' house. Okay, I was like, yeah. what on earth happened to? I've driven by your house so many times. And yeah, I've no, only ever seen. They so, yeah. Her parents were having car troubles with both their cars, and so they were both in the shop. So we let them borrow that. Well, that's we what just they get for driving yet. a Dodge Ram. Of course, well, we it's just, in the shop. We, we don't have it back yet. Um, you're gonna put. You're gonna make a big crashing noise on the podcast right now. If you hear something, that is it's Isaac. Isaac attacking um, a cockroach. <laughs> get it! Get it! Get it! I just saw okay. I saw after your first swing it run around in circles and I just um, he hit it approximately eight times we needed excitement is it dead? no it's dead it's yeah that, dead. that ain't moving that's big dead he done, I can't um, see it <laughs> let's see something I'm actually excited about um, oh I don't know why my mind was blanking on this um We've got revival coming up in my church. Uh, actually, nice. Isaac's pastor is preaching it. So, oh, yeah. nice! It's exciting. Are y'all's churches combining for it then? No. Oh, he's just going. <laughs> he's. I'll be taking over on the Sunday night, and he'll be preaching the revival. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So that's exciting. Uh, I am a little bit. Um, you know, I faced like some hardships in ministry uh, because. I I back in April I bought a ticket to a concert and we had to reschedule like a couple weeks ago the revival 
And so now the revival is set for when I'm supposed to be at the concert. So I can't go to the concert. What was that concert to? The Ghost Inside, which is that band I mentioned earlier. <laughs> um, coming full circle. <laughs> yeah, the Ghost Inside with uh, Under Oath, which I wasn't as excited about them. I like their older stuff. Their newer stuff is... Yeah, okay. You should DM them um, and say, hey, sing your older stuff. <laughs> uh, but then also the... Uh, uh, who else? We came as Romans, which they are phenomenal. So good live. And uh, Better Lovers, which... I've heard one of their songs. I hope the rest are better. Sounds sketch. <laughs> but yeah, better Isaac, what are lovers. you excited about? Um, we got uh, work... And we got youth ministry. It's a good time. Our college and career is slowly growing. And, yeah, I feel like we're going to be able to um, grow our ministries. We have one of our, um, well, actually, my wife's birthday is coming up this weekend. So we're going to have a good time celebrating her birthday. 24? Yep. Nice. 24, gang. Gang, gang. Oh, wait, I can't do that anymore. Why can't you do the gang sign anymore? Because I'm 25. Oh. You can. I mean, it's not like your a car thing. insurance go down. It's supposed to go down when you turn 25. I didn't. I'm just trying uh, to confirm if it's true or not. I don't know. Kelsey pays for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain bills that I worry about. Certain ones she worries about. I haven't looked at any bills <laughs> since before I got married. <laughs> No, I. Meanwhile, I do all that. <laughs> I worry about the Xbox Live subscription, and Kelsey worries about the rest. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I believe it. Um, but no, there are some that like, some that I look at, and some that she looks at, and it works out. I wish that was like that. No, it's like I look at all of them, and Hannah's like, "Has this been paid?" I'm like, "Do you not check these things?" <laughs> Yes, it's been paid. I'm like, come on. <laughs> no. Well, Adam, appreciate you being here. Yeah. Other news, I got a phone call this last weekend from a pastoral search committee. Really? Yes. In Geneva County, I don't remember the church name anymore, but they were calling because they got my application from Tim Betzel. Yep. Do you know Tim? Yeah. Shout out you, Tim. Oh yeah, you were yeah. gonna introduce me to Tim. I did. Doy. <laughs> but uh I talked to him on the phone for a little bit and I I turned it down to to go and preach there to be like a to go in line of a call kind of to see if it would be a good fit. Cuz because uh, we're moving so soon. Yeah, that and makes I, sense. It would just be a disservice to a church to be like, "Hey, let me come in line of a call here." And then January comes, and it's like, okay, bye. All this time you spend looking for a pastor, you gotta do it again. Have you considered doing like interim work, or do they have an interim? I don't know. Because I mean, uh, that, that he could... didn't mention interim, like that being a possibility. So mm-hmm. that leads me to believe they probably have one. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy serving at our church, though. Mm-hmm. I just uh, I need more pastors to get sick. So I can, <laughs> so I can pulpit supply. Uh huh. So well, you heard that COVID is biologically, you know, like targeting people. So you could biologically target pastors. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's your pastor's name, Isaac? Uh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Coming after Brian. Yeah, just ask him to be sick and don't let you do it. But ask gotcha. me to fill. I'll in do the night pulpit. services. You do day services. <laughs> Bet. You're pastor too, Sam. I am a pastor. Yeah. Uh, Wait, please, so you please don't, don't give me the call. <laughs> so I need you to get sick on a Sunday, okay. or if you ever get sick, hit me up. That's what I'll do. I will get some sort of sickness and then call you Sunday morning at like nine, and you will be preaching at ten. Okay. Sounds good. That's- I have plenty of sermons in my. <laughs> arsenal. Just arsenal ready to go. <laughs> I need to write some new ones so I can freshen up my preaching. So I'm not preaching Daniel 3 and Matthew 28 
every Sunday. <laughs> so, I, I will share this. Um, Mr. Beast is the Antichrist! <laughs> <laughs> All these old so, people are like, who is that? So, I, I recently was on Bodo family vacation, and uh, for that, I was gone for a Sunday. So, I asked our former, my former Greek professor to fill in for me. Winarski? Uh, yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> our service starts at 10. He did not get there at 10. <laughs> Turns out, at, like after they had sung the final song, the deacons had had like a, like somewhere, and luckily the old pastor was there, and so they talked to the old pastor and were like, can you just, you know, do something. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he said he would. And so um, one of the deacons after the songs got up and was like, okay, um, you know, the guy's not here. So uh, we're going to do a couple more songs. And then and right as he was up there saying this, Dr. Winarski walked in. <laughs> so did Dr. Winarski preach? He did. <laughs> 15 um, minutes and then left. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that would be but, so funny. If Wernarski just did like a 15 minute sermon, showed up late to church just for that. Uh, Good old Wernarski. Yeah. And he got mad at me for turning papers in late. <laughs> he can't even show up to church on time. <laughs> if you ever have, if you have this class this semester, you need to use that sometime. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just be like, hey, we're Narski. Just like turning something I'm gonna, in. I'm going to turn in my exegetical this semester late. Just turn it in like the Monday after it's due and be like, huh, it's almost like getting there late is bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it reminds me of this one professor that was asked to pulpit so supply and then showed up 15 minutes late to service. <laughs> Has anyone oh. heard if... This is kind of off subject. If he's officially adopted those kids, yes. they're official? Oh, I think all five of them. Oh, so he's beating them now, right? No, he... <laughs> <laughs> With words in the Holy Bible. No, no um, discipline. Kids need more discipline these days. No, they got... All I know is that... Are you spanking Ollie they, yet? I mean, granted, he's all, about to be three months old. I don't know. Should I? <laughs> no. I love my son. He'll cry, and I'm like, why are you being such a baby? And my wife will glare at me. Then you get this. Just remember, yeah. I need my son-in-law to be a good disciplinarian. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, Sam's going to have a daughter, and, you know, we're going to be in-laws. So this is means, not an announcement. It's not like we know we're... Ha- so that it's means not, I'm going to have Kelsey's a daughter. Kelsey's not pregnant. I'm going to have a daughter, and then you, Adam, are going to be the father-in-law. Oh, nice. Have so a son. going to have... Yeah. Try for Triangle. Yes. Yes. So, like, if my son marries your daughter and yes. your son marries his daughter, yes. then I what need does a, that make us? Then Sam? I need a son and you need a daughter. Yes. This so works. My daughter just marries like, his son. My son <laughs> marries your daughter. Yes. So it's just triangle. Yes. And we're all. Yes. Have two kids each. Oh, we're having a lot more than two. Oh, yeah. Y'all are having a tribe. Yeah. 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 McClure gang. All right. Like all with belt buckles, all with belts, pearl snap button ups, and cowboy hats. And spurs. Don't forget the spurs. They'll ride to church every Sunday on a horse. <laughs> my son will treat your daughter like a lady. And if your son doesn't treat my daughter like a lady, I'm going to kill him. My son will be a major league gamer. <laughs> so He'll he won't rock, know how to talk to girls at all. <laughs> <laughs> Skull Candy Crushers, DC Shoes. Anytime she, like, Duke you know, Monster. wants to have a talk with him, he'll be like, all right, wife on me, wife on me. Wife on me. I need to start she'll doing be like, that. <laughs> she'll be like, we need to get these bills paid, and he'll be like, L, plus ratio. Right up, right Okay, this has been fun. Yeah. I'm going right. to end it. Peace out. Bye.